When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched As Above, So Below. As Above, So Below is a 2014 horror film written and directed by John Eric Dowdle and co-written by his brother Drew. It follows Scarlett, an archaeological enthusiast who uncovers the secret of Nicholas Flamel's tombstone to pinpoint the location of the historical Philosopher's Stone. The quest of the stone takes Scarlett and a group of explorers deep into the uncharted catacombs of Paris, where they encounter far more than they bargain for and struggle to fight against their own demons in this claustrophobic horror. Fuck any motherfucker who emailed the show, who tweeted the show, who was like, you guys have got to watch As Above, So Below. Fuck all of you. Always great to start an episode with a fuck you to the audience. Uh, feels, feels good. Fuck all of them. Usually we say it to a guest. This time you're all the guests. You sons of bitches. This movie is fucked. Yep. It's fucked. Yep. It's fucked. It was worse than The Descent. Oh, okay. In terms of scares. No, I, I agree. I reckon it's because the it's the, the handheld found footage aspect of it mm. that fucks you. It doubles it. Yeah. Feels real. Yeah. See, at the start, thought the found footage thing, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm on board for this. It felt like, like a bit gimmicky. And I kind of was thinking, oh, it's double-edged because they're going down into this dangerous location it's that thing of like, it definitely heightens the realism uh, and therefore the fear, but it also creates logic problems where if the characters are holding onto the camera or not. Yep. But then as soon as they put the cameras on their little torch lights, I was like, oh no, the camera is the thing they need more than anything. So yeah. now I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm in. Yeah. It's, and especially because what it does is it allows you to do the great thing of like, I'm going to put the camera down here while I do something mm. so that it's now filming something that the characters can't see, but we can see, yeah. which yeah. is just my literal fucking nightmare. Or worst. when like a camera yeah. goes into a room first. Hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hate, hate it. that shit. Yeah. Fucking hate it. I, I was angry watching this movie. <laughs> do you, Carney, do you think that these, like, obviously The Descent is one that sort of rattled you. I mean, so many of these movies rattle us, but The Descent does seem to one you come back to. Do you think the cave, the claustrophobic, is that something that gets you in particular? 100%. Yeah. I, I would say it's, I feel like it's untested, but <laughs> I would say I have claustrophobia. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one of the scariest scenes in this film for me is when um, what's the name of the camera guy? I keep forgetting Benji. his name. Benji. Benji. When Benji gets stuck, yeah. this is before anything kind of like mm. supernatural sort of is even going down, and he's just stuck and is like almost hyperventilating. And I'm like, that would be me. Yeah, yeah. I would. 
That would literally be me, except I think I would handle it worse than he does. Right. I would probably just pass out or kill myself with the camera <laughs> to get out of that moment. Yeah, yeah. That scene was. I've had I've had moments so that took me back to being a kid. Right. Like I've had like some claustrophobic things go on and stuff when I was a kid, mm. and so I'm like, yeah, that's that's like something I want to avoid. Yeah. You know, when <laughs> yeah. you're a kid, we've talked about this before. Like yeah. quicksand was going to be a big right, deal. Right, so right. was claustrophobia, and so far both of them haven't been too bad. Yeah. But claustrophobia feels like one that is is out there and is very real. How do you go on a Macca's playground, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I know a lot of lot of small tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> I probably I. I don't recall really enjoying them when I was a kid because you always have this fear of being like stuck in a slot. Yeah. There's always one kid, like you're always crawling through like those big kind of indoor playgrounds Mm. and you like come around a corner and there's always like one kid who's like not feeling well with another kid and they're like, oh, just go ahead of Mm. us. Like that, that is like such a specific, (laughs) every big indoor like fucking one in Geelong we had was called Rugrats. (laughs) Big, huge indoor playground, like a ball pit and stuff. And all those little like things you would climb up and how it's all fun. But I think about it as an adult and it's like the gaps are like so narrow and it's like, why the fuck? I don't know if you boys have ever been to Fairy Park no. in Anarchy. Again, another another classic Geelong hotspot, <laughs> okay. uh, Fairy Park. It is a theme park about fairy tales that I think was built in 1975. Sounds sick. That I think they did upgrades on in 1977 and then I think never touched them. <laughs> so it still um, exists? It still exists. As far as I'm aware, it still exists. Um, can we go? Yeah, we can go. There is a playground in it that has like a big castle that you can kind of like crawl around in and explore. Mm, sounds fun. Mm-hmm. But it's awful because it's like like this and you're like crawling through these little tiny oh, yeah. spaces and I fucking loathe yeah, I would hate that, that. that area. I would hate that. Damo, just back to like why I get stuck on The Descent mm. and why I will also be stuck on this film for a while too. It's because it doesn't have the release of the daytime. Right. Like we yes. got through that night yep, yep. and now we've got daytime and nothing bad's going to happen until tonight. Yep. It's just all bad. Yeah. There isn't really release. Even when there's a jump scare release- it's still like, well, how long do I have to wait until the next thing? Yeah. Like, I'm still stuck in underground yes. in the dark. Like, it's fucked. Yeah. It's you were fucked. literally like, so, especially for these guys, the way they like, I, I love, like, the way they keep building, they just have to keep going further down and down and down until you're like, okay, there is no way out for you. Like, you can't even find one spot that takes you slightly up. You just keep going down. So you're right. Like, even once they get away from something a bit awful. They're still stuck underground. Like that's not a good situation yep. to be in. And like the mm. and I agree, I think there is something also about the darkness of it, like being stuck in the dark. Yep. So like it's bad enough having the torchlight that you have and and you know, you might get stuck in a crevice or whatever. But if it's dark, well then there is literally no hope for you because who knows, you might find a spot to crawl into, but it might lead to nowhere. Yep. Bad things happen in the dark. It's Yeah, it does. It is true. I will say this though about this movie. And I maybe in the way that I also enjoyed the descent is mm. yes, there are these awful things happening. Yes, you have the dark. Yes, you have no release, no none of that shit. All the stuff that you two boys are talking about being terrifying. Yeah. The other thing that makes it terrifying is it gives you a great hero and protagonist who you get behind. Yeah. And their little party of like archaeologists. She's great because she's capable and she mm. knows her shit and she's an expert on flamel and archaeology and she's like fucking Lara Croft. Yes. Except she goes to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and it is so bad. Like even when like there's that whole bit where um once they get into the bad part mm. and she's able like she realizes that she's got the wrong stone, so she's gotta go back yep. and, and put it back in order to f- fix the balance. And she does that, but then it's like, well, 
the only way out is down. Yeah, she's got to keep going. Exactly like, right. It's oh. but yeah, the premise for this thing is fantastic. Like it's it's literally it's that mashup of genres that again we talked about in the Army of the Dead episode where that it didn't satisfy because it didn't meet the genre of of heist movie. It sort of started to and then fell away. But this one, it really felt like they kept it up because obviously at the start, it's a lot of the genre is all treasure hunter. And yep. the puzzle, her solving puzzles, going to meet George. I love George's character, this guy who breaks into things and fixes them. I thought that was fucking great. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm loving this. Yep. And again, it does feel like that's a character from an adventure movie. You know what I mean? So all that I was really loving. But then even uh, pretty much at the midpoint, I think, when they find the stone, we go back to that. She's now solving puzzles again. And even though they're in this pretty dire situation and there's been a few sort of obviously very big red flags... I still couldn't help but have fun with her solving the puzzle of of the stone and where it was hidden in the room. Yeah, I still loved it, and even the even afterwards when she gets it and then she uses it to heal uh, the girl, I love that too. I'm like, oh, this okay, the stone actually works. It's not just you know some trick. All right, they've, they've found yeah. treasure. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I can I can get on board for that. Uh, and then when they realize, oh, we can't go up. We need to go down. That's the reflection or whatever it was for that. Yep. That last clue, but. At that point, it stopped being fun because you're like, well, no, don't don't go down. You've got the thing. Go up now. Go up, guys. What are you doing? The only way out is down. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, the other terrifying factor, Sean, is that you know that they can't go... At no point can they go back the way they've come because there's been like tunnel yep. collapses, doors have sealed behind them. This is the only way they know how they can get out. And even, um, what's his name? Le, le, the mole yeah, guy, yeah. The, the creepy dude mm. who's been down there for like four yeah, years two or years, yeah, yeah. Two years. He's like the only way out's down. And it's like, ah, okay. And we don't trust well, him either. Like, no. I don't even know that you're a person. You might just be some. But you know, that you know they, they obviously, some spoilers now, mm. do escape. And again, the only way out is yep, down. Yeah. They literally have to go all the way through. Like the fact that that bit about the the Philosopher's Stone is terrifying. Yeah. And you forget that because she gets it, realizes she's got the wrong one, backtracks all the way back to the start of all the awful, awful shit, Mm. solves the mystery, saves the day, does the right thing, and then has to go back through all of the fucking awful shit that she's just come out of to get back to George. Yes. And it's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) And escape because she she can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. And like, I also love- the catacombs themselves, that is such a great location for a story in these literal bone dungeons things. Like, yeah. I love that it exists. It's terrifying to me that it exists. I'll never go there. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Nope, <laughs> Would never. you ever go in there? No, never. Do you know they actually filmed it in the catacombs? I did. That. Yeah. How awesome is that? That it's, is terrifying to know. fucked up. So, we're seeing yeah. like real Real human bones in certain scenes. Yes. Well, like none of it was a set. Like all of they literally like all of it was the catacombs. And so you're obviously talking about having claustrophobia. So Ben Feldman, who played George, yeah. he he does suffer from some minor claustrophobia, but basically they had to keep taking breaks because he would start to hyperventilate and free, like understandably like he picked the wrong film, man. <laughs> oh, well, it's one of those things where you're probably like, No, I'm fine. Right. And then you're in there and you're like, Oh man, I'm underneath Paris. Yes. Oh man, I'm underneath Paris. This isn't Paris. a set. There I are can't so just many take layers. A step of, away. Yeah. Right? I bet he didn't I bet he didn't know that when he signed on. That it wasn't going to be. I bet he thought it right. would be like, oh, maybe some of it's real, but most of it's a set, and they'll be like, you know, you know, yeah. It's he just probably thought magic, I get to go know? to Paris. Yeah. I, it's going to be a great time, you know. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the other factor that that heightens the fear is that the catacombs are a real place. There are parts of them that are super dangerous. There are parts of them that are unexplored. 
There are parts of them full of dead bodies. Like super haunted. There are terrifying. Like I know that there are tours you can do of them, oh. but only of certain areas. Right. And then there are like unofficial tours, but it's like it's illegal. If you get caught, you'll go to jail because you're going in an area that you're not supposed to. It's right. super dangerous. And these guys are like, yeah, we'll take you in, but like like sign this form because right. we can't promise you safety. Huge chance you die. Yeah. Whereas there's like the sort of more tourist friendly, not friendly, but like. These ones are mostly safe. They could still obviously collapse because everything could collapse. But like, mm. yeah, yeah, nah, I'm I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I don't go underground. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> well, okay, if you go to the catacombs with us, what if we agree to go to the pillar go with you? Ooh. Deal. Oh shit. Okay. Fuck. I wasn't expecting you to call yeah. my bluff. Yeah, See, yeah, Damo, yeah. the worst part about this is we also have to go to the catacombs and I don't want to. We're fucked either way. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah I don't want to fucking go in there. <laughs> also, we can't travel internationally at the moment, so we'll probably have to do the pillager first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're a dog, man. And then Sean will back out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I feel better now. Yeah. Bongo. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Shit. No. Don't, don't yeah, I think fun. I think the characters are so likable and so interesting to follow. She's a great character. George is an interesting character. Yeah. No one feels like again, it's it's that hybridization of an adventure action-y kind of Indiana Jones type movie yeah, that, that yeah. I love. Like that part's great and those Brilliant. characters are great. And when they're presented with problems, they work their way through them, mm. which heightens A, the fear factor of when they're presented with problems that they don't know how to solve. And you're right. like, why are you yeah. still doing this? Yeah. I actually don't think I've seen a, a film sort of successfully mix genres like this before. Like mm. I've never really, like I can't think of a, an action type film that is a horror. Yeah. I mean there are actually there are ones that exist but not like this. They're kind of like it's like national treasure but it's a horror film. Right. Yeah. Right. I, like yeah. to pull that off is crazy. It, to pull off the horror elements as well as the yeah. treasure hunter elements. Um yeah. the treasure hunter elements the easy thing to nail. It's the horror. Yeah. It's actually like for me creating a lasting image in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I tip my hat to these fucking filmmakers. Agreed, man. I still haven't reviewed this film on Letterboxd. I've been thinking about it for the last two yeah. days. I don't really know what to do. <laughs> I've also come to the decision that I'm never going to be the last one to watch a movie again. Because <laughs> had, I've had Tom's review where he's talked about how he made a sound that he's never made before right. at one of the scary yeah. things. And then your one demo sucked me in because you were kind of like, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Had a great time. And I was like, well, it can't be that scary. Then Damo had a great time. You son of a bitch. I mean, I had a very scary time. I was just impressed at the filmmaking. <laughs> Look, and I've... I've been on record talking to you and saying that there is a moment in this film where I died. Yeah. My soul left my body. So you should have remembered that going in. (laughs) Yeah, but I forgot because of the power of the positivity of Damo's review. (laughs) Sorry, dude. I fucking... Oh, actually, Damo and then your wife, Holly, said to me, I think you'll be all right. (laughs) What? I don't know how she said that to you because she was not all right. This, like... Yeah. She's had to watch more horror movies, so she's a scaredy girl. She'd never really watched horror, but because, especially during lockdown, because the three of us can't watch movies together anymore, she's had to watch them with me because I'm definitely not watching them on my own. Yeah. So she's had to watch a lot lot more horror. This one really got to her. Like, she was scared during it, and then even during the night, she woke up terrified. And I kind of was like, that's a funny one to be terrified by because you're in bed, not in the catacombs. It feels like you should know you're safe. But again, the power of it scared her so much. I can't believe she said that to you. Yeah, I, so I commented on her review of it. I was like, Jesus Christ, what am I in for? And she, her yeah. response was, ha ha, I don't think you'll actually find it that scary. But it stressed me out. Jesus. Oh, what a sneaky little mix. This is easily top five scariest ones we've done for the show, for me. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could even be yep. the worst. I will also say this, Sean. Yep. I should have told you this probably earlier. Yeah. 
And I think I'm only revealing this information to you now because if I may, if I had have revealed it earlier, you may have not wanted to watch the Dog. movie. And that is that this movie scared my girlfriend, who is a horror fan. See, oh, you son of a shit. bitch. Next time, lead with that, and then we'll never we'll put it in the band folder with uh, Midsummer. Wow, wow. Okay, this is scarier than Midsummer. Fuck, you could watch Midsummer. Uh, shut up, Tom. Based on <laughs> shut this. up, shut up, Tom. <laughs> so just on my regular segment, you boys could watch. You Midsummer boys, yeah, with yeah. Tom. I love it. I love it. a recurring segment. It's great. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, well, you've definitely answered this, but let's get it on the record. Were we scared? Yes. 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 Yep. Great. Thousand yep. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment I learned that my vocal cords were capable of making mm. a sound that I didn't know they were capable of making was a moment in this film where it's it's there's a lot of little jump scares throughout, but this scene just seems like it's off its head yep. and it's a, a moment where Benji gets killed and pushed down a hole. Yep. 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 And it's by the awful girl with the big eyes who's been staring at them repeatedly throughout the whole fucking movie. Yep, yep. And um she just the thing I think it's worse about it is you see her go past mm, behind yeah, him and he can't oh, see. It's a shocker. And then he hears something and he's kind of looking around mm. and you know it's her and then he's like, "No guys, it's all right. I'm fine." And then she jumps out and pushes him and oh, it's awful. It, it is, is fucking truly, awful. truly awful. So because I'd read your review about this this noise that escaped from you during this giant jump scare. So again, when Holly and I were watching this and you see the woman go past and I kind of like, I do feel bad for Holly having to watch these horror movies with me because I've agreed to do this dumbass podcast. Yep. So I kind of thought, oh shit, I bet this is Tommy's jump scare that's coming up. So I kind of whispered to her, I think we're going to get a jump scare here. And then she goes, we are, and I don't think I want to be a part of it. And so she turned away. (laughs) (laughs) Brave, yeah. brave. I respect that. Hey. I respect that power move. Yeah. Don't put, remove yourself from the scare. Yeah. That's what we're all about here at Scaredy Boys. Exactly right. I wondered, Tom, if it was a lighter one that happened slightly earlier. The first time you see whatever his name is, the guy that's been in there for two years. Oh, the mole. When he like pops around the corner. Mm. That was a pretty big jump, I thought. Oh, yeah. That got me. And so already I was like, I wonder if that was it, but I don't think it is. And then, yeah, when I saw Benji getting ready to go down the hole... And she just walks past in the background, and I knew something was coming. And I go, "This is going to be it. This is going to be it." Yeah, yeah. And then there were still bad ones after that. Oh, there's there's a whole bunch of awful ones. There's um when they get down where those statues are, and one of them comes to life. Oh yeah. yeah. The man yeah. in the fucking chair with the bag over his head is horrific yep. as well. Because yep. the thing about that one is, you know something bad's going to happen, and she just it's because it's the camera. You're forced. Mm. It's your look. It's not like a wide shot of her walking towards something. There's nothing else in the shot except her on this bag man 
and just a slow walk towards, and then off it comes. Yeah, yep. ah, it's fucked. Yeah. Also, actually, you know what else added to the fear for this? I I didn't watch a trailer for this. I didn't actually know anything about it other than they go underground. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I didn't know what was actually coming. I didn't know if it was going to be like a crawler type situation, right. like animal, monster, human. I, I kind of didn't know. Yep. And I really didn't know the whole way through. Like mm-hmm. it could have evolved into anything. So yeah, the fear of the unknown, the darkness, the claustrophobia, the fucking jump scares. Oh, it had layers of fear, man. Even the jump. There's like a jump scare, which is the cop coming out of yes. nowhere and tackling them at the start. Yeah. So already I'm like, oh, this is just fucking bullshit. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I, like, and again, as soon as they went underground, because the, the location is such a good one and they do it so well and we have Benji scene and they have to go through the door that that's fucking cursed and all this sort of shit. There's already this like growing sense of dread, like this sickening, like genuine, like a little bit of like fear in your belly that makes you feel a little bit queasy, sort of thing. Yeah, and that so that was sort of growing bigger as the, as they every time they had to keep going down, I kind of felt a little bit worse. And then when they got to the door that sort of had that sign, "Ye who enter here," blah blah blah, the the doorway to hell, and that yep. they knew this was the words that basically say you are entering hell now. And then they go, th- that was when I was like, I'm fucking done now. Like, they're yeah. in hell. Yeah. There's no hope here. And George's reaction to that is great because she looks at him and he's just kind of like, fucking hell. That's right. It. But what, and again, yeah. what other choice do they have? Like, uh, it got me this one. But the, here's the thing why I liked it so much. And my review, um, and I do apologize for my review giving you a <laughs> false sense of security, was because I love the adventure stuff. But I also really loved uh, the hell stuff in that it's using like, let's call it Christian mythology for lack of a better word, where I don't know if you guys are that familiar with Dante's Inferno. I'm not, I've never actually read it. I'm not really that familiar with it, but I I know enough about it to realize what they were doing throughout it. And then research afterwards confirmed it. Yeah. So literally it's following the journey of Dante's Inferno. Like every single step that they're going down is following the, the nine circles of hell. And I just, there's that like, I love a mythology, even if it's cooked and it's burning my brain and I feel sick in my belly. I'm still like, Oh, that's impressive. Look how they did that. Oh, that's gluttony. Of course. That's when, they found the treasure. Yeah. Well done. I've read about it today and it, it's made me appreciate the film a lot more. Yeah. Like it's actually really clever how it threads everything together. Yeah. For sure. Because it feels so natural. But yeah, yeah, it's actually following this other storyline. And also I read about like the implication because they were kind of like, for, for some of them you see what their kind of sin is. Mm. But for others like Benji, it's sort of a bit more unclear. But apparently the film presents it as that woman who jumps out at him with the jump scare. Mm. She's holding a baby. So I think the idea is that like he maybe had a kid who he had nothing to do with or he wronged the woman right. or something like yeah. that. Like, that was his sin. Yeah. I can't get that out of my head, to be honest. Mm. That sin her or face. her face, the big eyes. Her face. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah and it doesn't terrific. help that, like, the, yeah. like it, we're obviously saying she's this big-eyed woman and she does. Like, as soon as we see her at the club, you're like, oh, there's something here. Like, her eyes are too big for her head. And I'm sure that's just how the woman looks. And under normal circumstances, it wouldn't even be a thing. But again, because the movie delivers it in this way, so yep. already you're tense. And then also for the weirdos that are in the catacombs, that that sort of cultish group that I'm pretty sure we actually see her amongst them, yeah. I think. Yep. She's, yeah. You see her like four yeah. or five times throughout. Yeah, she does a fucking quick head movement look at the Oof. camera. Yep. Yeah, always brutal. And even like that, that cultish group, you're like, I bet 
I bet they fucking there is a group like that in the catacombs. Like this is where the catacombs actually do terrify me. I don't think they're a gateway to hell. Yeah. I do think there's some cook shit happening in there because why wouldn't there be? Yep. Humans are weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what the the, the guide um, uh, Papillion says to them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, oh, no, don't worry. Like he's not phased. Like that's what I love is he's not mm. phased that there is a chanting cult down here because yes. of course there is. Like yep. that's not the shit that bothers him. It's all of these other things as it like right. goes along, you're like, oh no, it's all just dreadful. And I think and I think that's the thing is talking before about like the clever and the complexity of the whole idea of it's it's Dante mm. and it's all these kind of things, is that I think that's one of the reasons it's a good film and I enjoyed it, is that yes, there are some awful scares in it, but they all feel earned. They're all important, yeah. they're all part of the story, they don't feel cheap. It's not like I'm being scared for the sake of it. It's like, no, I'm being scared because this is a scary situation mm. because of a whole bunch of storylines that we're currently researching. Yeah. And, you know, we love it. The heroes win. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't even find that the jump scares like it, often we watch a movie and the jump scares are really like just cheap shit. Mm. I don't think any of them in this movie were actually cheap. They're all kind of very earned and felt authentic yep. and scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like this movie a lot. Yeah, man. Damn. Maybe it's a four, Sean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Fuck. it was a four for me. But yeah, like even the girl, like you're saying, the, the jump scare was earned because this girl had basically been circling their group forever, waiting for opportunity, and then it came. Yeah, and that was the jump yep. scare. So literally, this that jump scare had been set up in the first act. Like that's impressive. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Oh, also, just on things that were scary as fuck, it's when um, I can't remember this character's name, but she's approaching the mole guy, mm. and you just know that something is wrong. Like, don't touch him. Don't go near him. He's died in the other room. Right. With the treasure. Yeah. And then they come through and he's yes. in the room there because it's a mirror. Oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah. oh, this is after they've gone underwater, yeah? Yeah. Because that's another thing. Like, he's not dead or alive. He's, like, if you go by Dante's thing, mm. he's in limbo. He's in limbo, So yeah. Yeah. everyone he's, else he's is virtual. wet and he's gone through the water, but he's not wet. Yeah, but just, like, her approaching him and just how quickly... He kills her. Yeah. Is fucking horrific. It's brutal, yeah. mate. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. There's too many fucked things in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there really like is. Like most, God, most horror movies would have like one really fucked thing. This has just got like at least five or six. Yeah. Even There's more. like rivers of blood. They're both covered in blood mm. by the end of the movie. Mm. Mm. His fucking dead brother calling out to him from the bottom of the water all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's fucked yeah, as that's well. Great. And her father hanging. Mm, God. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Unwisely in that they went underground in the first place. Sure. But they have to do that for there to be a movie. Yeah. Yep. Beyond that, I think, like, what else can you do? Like, yeah. The, the only way out is down. So, yep. like... They kind of, at least her, she's clever in that she's solving all the little riddles and stuff. George as well. He's the one mm. who works out she's got the fake stone. Yep, yep that's true. Yep. Like, I, I think the only time we see her be foolish is, like, probably at the start because she's so gun-ho. Like, even when Papillion is scared of that, that entryway where, yeah, my friend the mole went two years earlier... And she just keeps pushing everyone. She's so determined. She's so stubborn. Like, that's probably where she's being the most foolish. But again, yeah, it- she's got no reason to think they're entering a literal hell. So, yeah. yeah. Like, But then I do like Papillion being scared is great. Like, he is the expert in this, scenario, in this situation. They're actually out of their depth. They're good at solving riddles, but they're not good at being in the catacombs. Yep. So, as soon as he's scared, yeah, my fear doubles, I reckon. Yeah. As well as because, like, he wasn't cast as, like, Oh, he's some sort of adventure bro who's like, yeah, man, we're just going to like where I don't really give a shit about him. No, he was sensible. He was cool. He was like quite a pleasant man. Yeah. So as soon as he got scared, yeah, fuck me. I'm terrified. And that's where she kind of missed those cues, I guess. Yeah. For her, I think it's lack of respect for the thing. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. She just doesn't yeah. really respect the environment. But also, it's kind of cool when you think of it in the context of like science versus faith sort of thing. Like she's got yeah, her true. academic background and she doesn't really believe in any of the other shit. So that, mm. that just doesn't exist in her world. So why would she be afraid or cautious about like, you know, them trying to spook her sort of stuff? You yeah. Know? And it's, yeah. The, it's the faith stuff that saves the day for her. She actually has to forego science and follow the rules of the faith in order to survive. And yeah. Mm. Literally become the living embodiment of the philosopher's stuff. Yeah, yeah. She will now. I, this is a thing, just just to quickly discuss. The implication of this movie is that she will now live forever because she is the philosopher's stuff. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Yeah, she's going to live forever. Yeah. Or is, or is there an aspect of it that they're giving up the treasure in order to get out and survive? And as part of that, tre- like, is it just she is the stone? I think she, well, because she heals um, George. Or you're only the stone when you're down there underground. No, I think because if you left with the stone, you don't mm. leave, you'd die. Her going back, putting the stone back, realizing it's her, and then going through hell again. She's come out the other side. I think she's alive. I think she's. I think she's immortal. That's my takeaway. Yeah, that was my take too, to be honest, dude. And like, because again, even if you go into uh, Dante's Inferno, I think it was that one, or maybe just mythology of the Philosopher's Stone. So apparently, there is a false one that you get one use out of, which we see her do oh, great. That, when she yeah. heals that girl, and then it won't get. So it tricks you into thinking it's the real thing. Yeah. And then after that, yeah, it can be used at will when she get the real one. So I think, yeah, I think she had it. Um, and then I did want to talk about the ending because, again, like, why is to, to figure out that there's, there is this one-way exit to hell, but you have to, like, confess your sins and take a leap of faith? Like, I, I, I know that there was- oh, the a jump, re- yeah. The jump where, like, reviews, some people really didn't like- a lot of that. For me, it really works. Again, like I like a story with rules. That's the rules of this story. You might not love those rules. You might not think they, they're like the best rules. But to me, I'm like, no, that makes sense. You're literally having to throw yourself to seemingly certain death, but take the leap of faith and then you get rewarded for yeah. it. Yeah. So, I quite like that. I liked it too. Mm. I think it worked. I just find it interesting that um, I don't even know this character's name. The third, like the, the guy that gets out with them. He's. It's funny because he's kind of like the least noteworthy character out of yeah, everyone that goes Zed. down there. Zed, yeah. Yeah, Zed. yeah. And even just like, you know how they have to sort of admit to their sins in order to get through? Mm. His just feels so rushed because it's almost like, this is the <laughs> yeah. most you've talked in the whole film. Just right, about. right. <laughs> I kind of like that though because I, I, don't, I don't know if you, this is how you guys felt. I'm like, oh, Papillion's obviously, he'll be one of the last ones. We'll have George yeah. and her. His and death is fucked. Yeah, it's his awful, is real bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brutal. And again- had been set up really subtly, but was there. You're like, yep, there. we've saw the burn on his hand. We saw, you know, there was enough there for us to, for when it happened. You're There's like, been throwaway lines about, oh, here, his yeah, brother died. Exactly yep. right. Yeah. So I really like, again, I think this movie did a lot really well. And it, and a lot of what it did really well was terrify us. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe if I rewatched it, it's a five. Joke's on the movie. Never rewatch it. Never yeah, I, I, I will never rewatch this. <laughs> <laughs> what if we went to the catacombs and watched it in the catacombs? Oh, Fucking kill my! I'll kill you and then myself. I'll, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, uh, boys, how would we do in this situation? Dead, bad, bad, dead, badly for sure. Dead. We don't have the knowledge. Yeah, uh, we would just die in the catacombs. Like I don't think we'd even get to hell, boys. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you couldn't convince me to do it. E- even if I'm George, right, and the police are out there, and then suddenly he's like, "Oh, fine, I have to go. I have to go in now." I would cop whatever the fine is from the cops. Yeah, like I'd go back out and be like, I 
don't want any part in this. <laughs> if you have to find me, do it. Yeah. Fine. Put me Great. in prison for a night. Prison's better than going into the fucking catacombs. Yeah, I'll cop a night in prison. Unfortunately, Sean, the rules of the show are you must kick over the stones. So you're in yeah. the catacombs with us. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> but we die. I, we, we either get stuck yeah, like yeah. Benji and ha- have a panic attack and die. Yeah. Oh, the mole would kill me. <laughs> like, would, Just, I, str- yeah, like, would we be the mole? Like, I, I, there's, yeah, I can't see any good scenario here for us. Nah, no, I think we're dead. I don't think we have the wherewithal to... To solve any, I can't solve a fucking Sudoku when there's no one trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I did an escape room, didn't go well. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd be any use in this situation. Yeah. I feel like the fucking torches would malfunction, the batteries would run out. Mm. I couldn't do it. No. Nah. I don't think I could get through the bit that Benji gets stuck in. I think I would just like pass out. Yeah, yeah. It's too tight. And we'd, we'd leave your body there. As yeah. an offering to the cult woman, because I've <laughs> spotted her like eight times, and I'm like, yeah. oh, she seems sus. Yeah. yeah. When she comes to kill us, and be like, no, nah, we left you our good friend Sean in the. He's over there having a panic attack. Just do what you yeah, need. Yeah, he's, he's dying. Go kill him, and then Damon and I escape because we confess the sin that we left our good friend Sean <laughs> oh, to we've die. Got a, we've got the perfect sin to confess. Ah, oh, thanks, Great. Buddy. We leave Sean to die after he's had a panic attack, and we make it out, and we're both going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you wouldn't get that far. We wouldn't solve the puzzle, that's for fucking sure. No, yeah. no. We take the wrong stone. We wouldn't go back and get another one. No. We'd be like, look at that shiny stone. That must be it. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, we'd get killed by the treasure because we'd be like, oh, treasure. <laughs> that's so <laughs> true. Yeah, that's so true, dude. Yeah, look, there's zero hope for the Skeddy Boys in this situation. And even yeah. like you mentioning um, escape rooms. So I quite like escape rooms. I've done a couple of them. But the most notable one I've done where I was like, I was with a group of friends and I'm like, I'm going to be really good at this. I think oh, I've done a few of these. I'm feeling really confident. Um, but I was also drunk. I was really blasted. So like I went in there way too confident and cocky and quickly got my ass handed to me by both the room and the other people I went with. Like, I was the least <laughs> useful in that situation. And I feel like that that would repeat itself in this, uh, yeah. in this scenario. Look, on escape rooms, there is some there is a series of horror movies called Escape Room. And its sequel, Escape Room, the final tournament. So, mm. is that a new one? That sec, the sequel. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I've seen the first one. Oh, I saw it at the drive-in. Sure. Yeah, not what the fuck, n- not spooky. Mm. Oh, okay. like a little bit more thriller. Okay, you and your bloody oh, it's more of a thriller. Nah, that's how I bracket it for you, Tom. If I say more of a thriller, then Damo loves it because he goes, "Oh yeah, I'll be alright then." Yeah, <laughs> so this is you tricking us into watching something terrible. I'm not tricking you. I would never do that to you, <laughs> as you and your wife teamed up in matrimony to destroy my life. <laughs> I am look. I, while I recommend, I was very clear in my letterbox review how terrifying this movie was. Yeah. I feel like I am absolved of all guilt here. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you're okay, mate. Got to have a word to to Damo and his wife. You got double teamed by the Robs, mate. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. People pay big money for that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all the scary slash slightly sexual talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. <laughs> I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. If you'd like to get into contact with us, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. Oh, at Carney from 55. I'm an awkward trade. Stay scared, everyone. You could watch Midsummer, boys. Ah, shut up, Tom. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.